This is Father Kevin Hale with a homily for Christmas 2020. Well, I wish you all uh, a very blessed Christmas and certainly one that we won't forget any more than we won't forget this year. But actually, for the first time, most of us can celebrate a Christmas without external distractions so that we can focus our minds on what is essential about this day, about this celebration and mystery that we have. Now, the way most people view Christmas is summed up in the expression beloved by the media as the big day. But that expression has different meanings depending on what you believe about Christmas. And sadly, the vast majority of those that we share our lives with in this country no longer know the basics of the nativity story. For most, it's about decorations, trees, food and drink, cosy feelings. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. In fact, I was planning to do a bit of it myself, certainly the eating and drinking bit over the next few days, until, of course, it all ended in tears. But the real story of Christmas and what it means for us has nothing to do with sentimentality or cosy feelings. When you listen or read the account of the birth of Jesus, we could say that it's a tale of two rival kings, the king of the world and Jesus, the baby king. While Caesar rules from his palace in Rome, Jesus has no place to lay his head. Whilst Caesar exercises absolute power, Jesus is wrapped in swaddling clothes. While Caesar surrounds himself with wealthy and worldly courtiers, Jesus is surrounded by animals and the shepherds of the field. And yet the baby king is more powerful than Caesar Augustus, which is signalled by the presence of an army of angels in the skies over Bethlehem. And all of the Gospels portray a struggle, a conflict between these two rival powers, culminating in the deadly horror of the cross. It's a conflict between worldly powers and the power of Christ. Because Jesus is not simply a gentle prophet with a kindly message. He is God coming in person to assume command. He is the Lord and the entire New Testament couldn't be clearer that his lordship means that all those who follow a contrary rule are under his judgment. To be clear, though, the distinctive mark of Jesus' lordship is love, compassion, forgiveness, nonviolence, not the stuff of sentimentality and warm feelings. It's a provocation, a challenge a call to conversion of the most radical kind. The question is always, which king will I fall in behind? The ruler of this world or the king of heaven? And that is the radical question that Christmas poses to us every year. And the way we respond will determine our happiness, not just in this life, but more importantly, in the next. At Christmas, we say the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And these are words at the very heart of the Bible. God becomes flesh in a tiny child. 
Christmas is all about God appearing in the flesh. And that flesh and blood is made visible still today in the Mass, Christ's Mass, Christmas. Sadly, many Catholics have been deprived of this encounter over much of the last year. And for whatever reason, not being able to attend Holy Mass has given many people a great pain and a great sense of separation. Many I know have experienced a real hunger for Jesus, the bread of Bethlehem. And whether a present at Mass this day or following the Mass remotely, we see born here for us, Jesus, in the Mass. For us, it's Christmas every day. That is why one of the basic marks of a Christian, a Catholic, is someone who recognises God as a tiny child in the arms of his mother and who recognises God in the elements of bread and wine. This Christmas, after a year which has been a time of trial and suffering for so many, we look at the one person who gives all the hope, light and trust that our world needs. We can go forward filled with two graces, two virtues, optimism and trust. Optimism because we are children of God and there's nothing greater than that. And trust because God is holding us in the palm of his hand and there is no greater reassurance than that. Let us pray. O God who wonderfully created the dignity of human nature and still more wonderfully restored it, grant we pray that we may share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.